You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. It's really nice to be back here on the podcast with you again after taking a little bit of a break between episodes and in general, I've been taking a little bit of a break over the past few weeks, just leaning back into some rest, into some slowing down, into some recharging. And that's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast is giving ourselves permission to rest and to slow down and take a little step back when we need it without that feeling of guilt that so many of us feel or that self-talk or questioning ourselves or feeling unproductive. There's so much that can come up internally when we feel that we want to rest or step back or slow down. And so we're going to unpack and talk about all of that today in this episode. And so after my recent launch of Divine Femme, I really felt like I needed a rest. I needed a break. I needed to recharge. The season of that launch, that period of time of um, sharing and showing up for the Divine Femme launch was a really busy season for me. There was a busy season in the lead up to the launch of sharing a lot of content, showing up a lot online, hosting a launch event, then going into the launch of the program and opening enrollments. And yeah, it just, it, it took a lot out of me. There was a lot of energy involved in it. And so over the past few weeks since that launch, I really could feel in my body, I needed to recharge. I needed to replenish. And during that launch, I lent a lot more into my masculine energy than usual. And this can happen for a lot of us when we're in a busy season of our life. We do tend to lean more into our masculine energy. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that as long as we recognize that it's a season, that it's a temporary thing perhaps we're needing to step into and a temporary energy we need to draw on for this particular season, these particular things that we're navigating at this time. And so even though I teach so much about feminine work, I definitely at times really have to lean into my masculine and I really did through this launch. And I felt and experienced firsthand just how depleting it is for us as women to be really in our masculine for an extended period of time. And so while it's normal and totally okay to have these seasons where we're busy and we're showing up a lot, we're doing a lot, we're working a lot, we're outputting a lot, it's also really important that we then allow ourselves time and space afterwards to rest and recover and to come back to our feminine and to nurture ourselves. And we're going to talk a little bit more in this episode on how to do that. And so this little period of rest that I've been taking over the past month or so, what does this look like for me? And this is, you know, individual for all of us based on what we need, but it's meant a longer morning routine. It's meant slower mornings and pushing back the time that I start work and actually doing less work. So spending a lot less time at the computer, focusing a lot less on work, 
having days away from work completely, like having days away from the computer completely, um, allowing myself days in bed, having daily baths, taking long extended breaks to be outside, to go to the beach, to read a book, to take weekends off. And that's a real contrast from where I was when I was in the launch mode, which was, you know, I had to press pause on things like my morning routine and my workout routine in order to really show up and get things done. So I've been really coming back to those practices that I love and allowing myself long and luxurious time to really, really soak them up because that's what we need to become deeply nourished by the practice itself. And I want to share a few of the beautiful benefits that I've noticed from allowing myself to rest and slow down because it truly is such a valuable and important practice. Firstly, I've noticed my energy recharge. So when we are really depleted, you'll often find that no matter how much you rest, no matter how much you sleep, it still doesn't seem to fully recharge you. You know, you can still feel tired even though you're getting good night's sleeps. And that's usually a sign you are outputting a lot and you're actually needing more rest. And I found out my iron was really low. That was something I had to get on top of. But I was also just finding that no matter how much I rested, I still felt tired. So for about two weeks, I began just gradually reintegrating all of my routines and rituals my morning routine, my workout routine, getting back on top of my healthy eating, long, luxurious self-care, as I was saying. And it took probably about two weeks before I really felt my energy fully restore. And it's such a nice feeling when you start to feel those energy reserves fill up and you feel full and you know you now have the capacity to overflow, yeah, rather than giving from empty. And then the other thing that I noticed was my creative energy just went through the roof. I got hit with this real rush of creative energy and it was like ideas were dropping in, new project ideas were dropping in, clarity, downloads, felt really plugged into my intuition and uh, my higher guidance. There was a lot of energy moving through me and I felt really creatively tapped in and turned on. And if we ever find that creatively ideas aren't flowing, words aren't coming together, projects aren't working, we're uninspired, we most likely need a break. We need to fill back up those inner reserves. And I was really amazed actually by how much creative energy and inspiration came in as a result of resting. And over the past few weeks, I've been working on this beautiful new offering that dropped in, which is called Reclaim Your Radiance. So it actually ties in really beautifully to what I've been exploring myself, not only recently, but over the past 18 months that we've been, you know, navigating so many challenges in the world. I feel like we've all had to really look at how do we look after our inner world? How do we nurture ourselves? How do we fill ourselves up from within? How do we come back into balance? How do we stay radiant and inspired and excited about our lives when there's so much going on in the world around us? So I'm working on this really short, potent, practical offering called Reclaim Your Radiance. And it's going to be all about activating your pleasure, your joy, your aliveness through sacred rituals, self-care practices and embodiment work. Like I said, it's going to be really practical. 
So I've been recording all of these videos that I've just felt so excited about where I'm taking you through all of my favorite practices, like my morning routine, how to create a sacred space, meditation and journaling, feminine embodiment practices, pleasure practices, um, how to deeply work with self-care principles, self-love, practices that bring you deeper into your body. Like it is really, really juicy. So that is coming soon and I'm super excited about that. And that has been one of these beautiful hits of inspiration that dropped in during this time of rest. And I felt like I'm really creating it from a space of overflow. Yeah, not from need, not from force, but from genuine inspiration. So that is coming soon and I can't wait to share that with you. The other thing that I really noticed through this period of rest was that my relationships improved. I started wanting to connect again. I started feeling bubbly and happy and wanting to be out in the world, wanting to be around people. And, you know, rest really nourishes our feminine. It restores her. And when you nourish your inner feminine, you become radiant. You really do. And then when we feel more radiant, we want to be with people. We want to share our energy with people. So, yeah, I really noticed such a beautiful shift in my relationships when I really rested and nourished myself and came back to my feminine. And so let's now talk about, because this is probably what's going on in your mind, how do we really let ourselves rest and slow down when our lives are so busy, when we're so busy? And I do have the benefit of running my own business, which means that I am in control of my schedule. So I can be deciding and almost like picking and choosing, is this going to be a busy season or not? Will I launch this now? Will I launch this later? So it does give me some freedom and flexibility to determine when's going to be a busy period and when is not, um, you know, but on the downside of a, a business, it's it's dependent on you. So you always have that pressure in the back of your mind that you do need to be present for the business in order for it to thrive. So the first thing I want to share with you in terms of how do we allow ourselves to rest and slow down when we're so busy is the first thing we have to recognize is that there are seasons. There are seasons to energy. There are ebbs and flows to energy. There are cycles to energy. And I talked a little bit about this in episode 108 of Awaken Radio, where I talked about the cycles of feminine energy. So that could be a really good one to listen to. But we need to remember it's not summer all year round, is it? But many of us try to live like it is. We try to have our whole life running in the season of summer. Summer, which is like high energy, you know, being outdoors, being active, being extroverted, having a lot going on, doing a lot of things, that kind of like metaphorical summer energy. But have you ever felt or noticed that When you start to feel that season of summer come to an end and you feel the cooler air come in, you suddenly feel this sense of relief, like, oh, okay, things are going to start slowing down. I have permission now to go inwards and to drop down the pace and move slower. And sometimes that can just feel like such a sweet relief. And so naturally in nature, after summer comes these more restorative seasons the cooler seasons are less active they're more internal they're more restorative nature knows that we need both we need both and our body knows 
We need both. But our mind doesn't always know that, is not always on board with that. And so it's so important we recognize that we have to have both. And so I want you to just check in uh, with yourself for a moment and think about what season are you in in yourself at the moment, in your energy and in your life, knowing that these seasons are constantly shifting and changing. Are you in a season like a summer season? Is th- are things really busy? Are you doing a lot? Do you have a lot on? Are you in that phase of like reaping the rewards and getting the manifestations of what you're doing and you're riding this wave of momentum and a lot is happening? Are you in a season of autumn or fall where you're letting go, you're slowing down a little bit, you're releasing, you're shedding, you're making space? Are you in a season in your energy or your life where you're in a winter You're going inwards, you're quiet, you're moving slow, you're still, you're resting, you're restoring, you're not doing much, you're nurturing yourself. Or are you in a season of spring where you're on the verge of new beginnings, you're planting seeds, you're preparing things, you're laying foundations, you're getting ready for your next season of busyness and doing a lot. Now, what we need to recognize is that if you're in a summer season, a busy season at the moment, you have to recognize that at some point, you're going to have to let yourself shift into a different season. You're going to actually have to get intentional about shifting seasons and about what changing seasons for you is going to look like. So if you know you've been in this summer season for quite a long time, if you're feeling depleted from it, and if you know you need to shift into a season of rest because you feel depleted, exhausted, uninspired, overworked, drained, then you have to be really intentional about that. And that might mean you need to start saying more no's. That might mean you need to put in some more boundaries. You might need to hire help. You might need to receive some support and bring some people into your life or your business who can help you with some things so you can delegate some things. You might need to go into a season of just doing less, taking some things off your plate, no longer trying to be superwoman and just cutting yourself some slack. You might need to push back some deadlines, reshuffle your priorities, decline some offers or opportunities and you might need to get really intentional about prioritizing your self-care and so yes sometimes these seasons naturally just flow through our lives or other times we can actually intentionally create them and that is really important for nourishing ourselves and giving ourselves what we most need and so ultimately everything that is on your plate is because you put it there So you can also get intentional about taking some of it off. And you might need to ask these questions like, how can I create more space for myself? What do I need to do to allow myself more space? What do I need to change or let go of or delegate or say no to so that I can take some time to rest? How can I make more room and space and time for me and for what I really need? And that may not be easy, but this is you getting intentional about shifting out of that summer season and coming into a more restorative season for as long as you need it. It doesn't have to be long. It's for as long as you need it. 
The next thing here is how do we deal with all of the stuff that comes up around this? How do we deal with the guilt and the self-judgment and the fear and the feelings of being lazy or that story that we're unproductive? And this really came up through what I'm teaching in the Divine Femme program because we were talking with the women in the group and I was asking them the question, when do you typically love yourself the most? We were talking about conditional self-love and when do you find you love yourself the most? And so many of the women said, I, I feel the best about myself. I feel the most confident. I love myself the most when I'm achieving, when I'm productive, when I'm feeling really confident and on it and I'm doing things and I'm getting a lot done. And then when we're not in that energy, we can feel worse about ourselves. And so all the emotions we feel, right, the guilt, the self-judgment, lazy, unproductive, the fear, so much of this is coming up because we're making ourselves wrong. We're making ourselves wrong for what we're doing. Like we shouldn't be doing it. Like it's the wrong thing to be doing. Like it's a weakness to need rest. Like there's something that's gone wrong here because we're not as productive as we usually are. So what we need to do is instead make this right. Why is it the right thing for you to be taking time to rest? Why is it the right thing for you to be saying no? Why is it the right thing for you to be prioritizing your pleasure over your productivity? Why is it the right thing for you to be putting yourself first at the moment? Why is it the right thing for you to be taking some things off your plate temporarily? And when you ask that question, you begin to have all this evidence come into your mind, all of these thoughts, all of these examples of why this is the right thing for you to be doing. And that helps bring in much more supportive self-talk. And that helps bring in a feeling of, oh, I'm not doing anything wrong. There's actually so many reasons why this is the right thing for me in this moment. It is the most self-loving, self-honoring, self-empowering, self-respectful, self-devoting thing that I could be doing for myself. And so resting, slowing down, taking a break is the right thing because it's you looking after your energy. You're looking after your energy and your power doesn't lie in what you're doing and how much you're doing. It lies in who you're being while you're doing it. The energy you're radiating, how you're feeling, that's what makes the greatest impact. And so when we value our energy, not just our action, we prioritize looking after our energy. We see it as important. But we've still got this model that a lot of us function from that our action is more important than our energy. Our action is more important than how we feel. What we achieve is more important than how we feel. We've got to flip that. Our energy has got to be the most important thing. How we feel, the frequency we radiate, the energy we emanate has got to be important. And we've got to be aware of who we're being and how we're feeling while we're doing what we're doing. And when we do that, our energy starts to become much more of a priority. It starts to become a lot more important. We realize it's our energy that makes us magnetic. We realize it's our energy that draws what we desire into our life. And so our energy becomes important. And when you start to see your energy as valuable and important, your pleasure as valuable and important, how you feel 
as important. You'll prioritize that. You'll make that more important than simply showing up to take action. The next thing here, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but is really untangling our worth from our achievements. And this is just an ongoing thing that so many of us have to work on. And, you know, in the women that I work with, it's it's a big one that we've got really caught in is finding our worth through what we achieve and what we do. And I think one of the biggest things that's important in working through this is we have to be willing to sit in the discomfort when that that old story comes up. That story that says you're not a worthy, valuable person because you're not achieving anything. And unless you're giving or outputting or doing something, you have no self-worth, you have no value, you have no contribution in the world. And what we often do is we stay busy to avoid those feelings. And I really noticed this when I let myself slow down for a couple of weeks and spend days in bed, spend days at the beach, spend days watching a series. I watched all of season one of This Is Us. (laughs) I really love that show now. But when I was doing that, I noticed all these funky, uncomfortable feelings coming up. And I would go on social media and see people achieving so much and doing so much with their lives. And I was like, oh, gosh, I'm just wasting time. What am I doing? And those feelings, those thoughts are actually always there below the surface. But we never face them because we never make space. And so as soon as you slow down, they're right there. It's just that you've been running from them and staying busy. (laughs) But they're always there, those feelings that we feel about ourselves. Like, am I doing enough? Am I doing as much as her? Am I trying hard enough? Am I putting in enough effort? Am I working hard enough? They're always there. So when you slow down, when you rest, they're going to be there waiting for you. And you've got to be willing to sit in the discomfort of them and, and witness them and feel them. And inquire into them a little bit. Like, where does this come from? Why do I believe this to be true, that my value is only found through what I achieve? And so these periods of rest are actually beautiful opportunities to almost like break that addictive pattern that we have to external achievement and to deriving our worth through what we do. It's a really good opportunity to untangle more from that. And to really change this mental model that says your worth and value is found in what you achieve and find a new definition of that. Maybe your worth and value is actually inherent to who you are and can't be based on anything that you do. And maybe your life gets to be about pleasure and enjoyment and feeling good and learning to love yourself more deeply and learning how to take care of yourself more deeply and learning how to honor yourself more deeply and learning how to enjoy the full range of life rather than just achieving. So we've got to be willing to do a little reframe around that story and also just face and notice all these old stories that come up and breathe through them but remind ourselves why we are shifting into this season, why we are doing this for ourselves, and why it is the most self-loving thing that we could be doing. One of the final things here is this is also really about trust and trusting ourselves and trusting what we feel and trusting our body and also trusting the cycles of our energy. You have to trust that after winter comes spring. 
after a season of winter where you are retreating and resting and going inwards, that season might last a day, that season might last a month. We don't know. But you have to trust that the energy will naturally replenish in you and your inspiration and motivation to maybe do things and achieve things will return. Just like spring always comes after winter. And I often see energy as being like waves of the ocean as well as like the seasons. And sometimes waves rush forward towards the shore and they're driving forward at full force and they're rolling and expanding and there's this rush of energy of this wave moving forward. And that's what it feels like to me when I'm really riding creative energy or inspired energy. I'm working on something that I love. I'm really excited about what I'm doing. It's like I'm riding a wave of this beautiful, potent energy. But then the energy completes, you know, the wave breaks, it culminates, and then the wave pulls back. It draws back slowly, calmly, effortlessly, deeply, draws the energy back in preparation for the next wave. And so I often feel this in my energy where I'm either that wave rushing forward, sometimes I'm that wave pulling back, and there's always the next wave, and there's always the next wave. And we have to trust that. Spring comes after winter. The next wave always comes, right? That next wave of energy will come if you honor the season that you're in. If you spent all of winter just waiting for spring, you haven't really gained from winter what it's there to help you experience. And your spring won't feel as potent. When you really allow yourself to savor the cycle, the period of rest that you're giving yourself of slowing down, you will then so deeply appreciate that next wave of energy and motivation and inspiration that comes. You're going to be ready to ride it. You're going to have the inner reserves full again to ride it. But if you're resisting that period of rest, you're not going to get the benefits from it. And then when that next wave of busyness comes, you're still going to be depleted when you go to ride it and you're not going to get the most out of it. I always find when I honor my need for rest, I always return better than before. It's always worth it. My natural energy always restores. And it takes time to really build that trust in yourself. You have to be courageous in trusting what you feel and knowing that the next wave of energy will come and knowing that your motivation will return and your desire to do and achieve and output will return when you really honor the season that you're in. If that's a season of rest, if that's a season of slowing down, if you really honor it, the next creative wave will come. You just have to stop making yourself wrong for where you are. You just have to stop making yourself wrong for what you need. You have to stop making yourself wrong for what you feel, for what's important to you, for what your body most craves. And you have to start to build that trust in your body and build that trust in your feeling and your energy. And I think finally, you know, these periods of rest and slowing down are such a beautiful invitation back into our feminine And it really helps us see our relationship to our feminine, how we feel about our feminine energy and how we feel about shifting into a different season. And it's an opportunity to explore more of your feminine side, to let yourself play, to rest, to nourish and nurture yourself, to indulge in things that bring you pleasure, to practice self-care, to connect in your relationships, to come deeper into your body, 
to become more intimate with yourself, to work on your relationship with yourself, to get into nature, to cook, to get creative. It's actually about learning to value your feminine side just as much as your masculine side. Again, talking about seasons, you cannot function in your masculine all the time. You will burn out. So you have to allow yourself that season to nurture your feminine, knowing that you will come back into that season of maybe feeling more in your masculine at a later time if you really cherish and honor your feminine and where she's at and what she needs. So it's a beautiful invitation into the feminine. And you can sort of frame it that way as like, okay, this is my little season to prioritize my feminine. It's not going to last forever, but I'm going to savor and enjoy and appreciate this season while I'm in it. So loves, I hope that that has been a supportive conversation for you. I am definitely at the moment coming to the end of my winter season. I'm feeling the energy start to stir in me again. I feel almost like I'm in a spring now. I'm planting seeds. I'm preparing for this new offering, Reclaim Your Radiance, to go into launch mode again. And my energy is ready for it. My energy has been replenished. I'm preparing to begin sharing more on social media again and on the podcast again because the creative ideas are coming in. So I'm going to ride that wave. And it's just been a beautiful practice over the past month to really lean into that space of rest and then trust and wait that this season of spring will come. And then that season of summer will come again as well. So as I mentioned, this beautiful new offering, Reclaim Your Radiance, is coming. It is a short, potent, really practical, really embodied program that's going to be full to the brim with video tutorials of practices and rituals and beautiful things that you can move through to nourish yourself and your energy And I also have a couple of additional things coming before the end of the year as well uh, that will give you ways to work with me to experience my work before 2021 completes. So keep an eye out for that on my social media. Um, I always share updates on the podcast, so that will all be coming very, very soon. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Awaken Radio. If you have, you can share it with a friend. You can share it on your stories and tag me at Connie underscore Chapman and make sure you are subscribed to Awaken Radio so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for being tuned in today and I look forward to talking to you again next time. 